You are Locked On Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Sam Olber. Please support the show by following on your preferred audio platform, and you can watch, subscribe, and leave a comment on YouTube. Thanks so much for making us your first listen. We are lifelong fans, taking our passion into a discussion with you on all things Cubs. Today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash MLB or enter promo code LOCKEDONMLB for a free water bottle with any order. You won't want to take your Bird Dogs dogs off we promise you <sighs> welcome in to this friday episode happy friday to everybody out there that celebrates uh it is currently 10 45 central time on thursday night i have just got back from a softball game that i will get to later just to try and give us some laughs i have just rewatched the condensed version of another debacle at wrigley field another episode of the collapse part i think this is their 10th loss in 13 games my job when when I do this show or when we do this show is to bring energy. It's not necessarily to bring positivity, but it's to bring energy. And for the first time in a while, it's very hard to bring energy um, after what has transpired. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I came on this show and I said that after the Cubs lost three out of four at home against Arizona, that this was not a collapse. This was just a team that was in a rough stretch. Well, now it very much is. The Cubs lost three out of four to Arizona, two out of three to Colorado, a gut-wrenching, heart-crushing sweep in Arizona uh, and, and a Saturday night game that, that may live in infamy in Cubs lore, and then came back home, won 14-1 to against Pittsburgh, and, and my fear was, uh-oh, is this the May Cubs? Are they going to win every other game when they win by 14 and then not be able to win another one? And the answer was yes. Losing 13 to 7 on Wednesday and then 8 to 6 on Sunday. The Cubs scored 27 runs in three games against the Pirates. The offense broke out as we predicted, and they still only won one of those games. Um, I really don't have much today, guys. Um, I don't even know where to go. Uh, so I'll just say what I'm thinking out loud. I'll just say that and, and then go from there. There is a large part of me that just has kind of just said, it's not their year. They don't deserve to make the postseason. They've had countless opportunities and they can't get it done. It's back to their problems of May sequencing when they hit. They don't pitch. When they pitch, they don't hit. When they when they start well, they don't their bullpen struggles. When their bullpen struggles, their start or their bullpen's good, their starting pitching struggles. They are making bad plays defensively. They're botching rundowns. They're running in the outs and, and, and they're not having anything go their way. And a part of me just says, you know, it's it, it, it they don't deserve it. It's not their year. This is who they probably are ultimately for better or for worse. 
And at the end of the day, we wanted them to play competitive baseball. They did. They should have made the postseason. Right now, it looks very unlikely. In fact, I'm going to uh, pull that up uh, for later in the show, what their current uh, odds are. I don't think it's very good. Um, but, yeah, oof, boy. Um, uh, it, it, the Cubs playoff odds right now are currently down to 33%. Oof. Oof. Um, but yeah, a, a part of me just says, you know, that that's that. Um, the other part of me just feels like this, th- this season is so frustrating because there's just been so many things that feel like are going against them. For example, on Thursday night, there were two huge calls that went against the Cubs. One of them sparked a huge inning for the Pirates, and one of them shut down another inning for the Cubs. You go back to Saturday night, the Bellinger hit by pitch, the deflections, the balls hit. It just feels like when you look at all the production that they've gotten from Cody Bellinger, Nico Horner, second half Seiya Suzuki, um, Ian Happ has still been Ian Happ for better or for worse. Morell's been a big positive. Talkman overall, even though he's not the same guy, he's been a big positive. Steele for a while was a Cy Young. Hendricks gave you a huge lift. Wicks has given you a huge lift. Ozilai, Merriweather, Lighter, all these guys for the most part have been pluses and you're not going to make it. It just feels like in any other scenario, in any other season with the ball bouncing any other way, they'd be an 88, 89, 90 win team. And that that's the part that keeps me up at night is just like, it just feels like they've kind of gotten unlucky, but then you come back to, you know, who cares? You had three games at home against the pirates. You win two of them. You're in pretty good shape. You win three of them. You're in great shape and you won one of them. And when you look at, when you look at where they're at, it's, it's just hard to, it's, it, you can't even pinpoint one thing. Like the offense was really good this week. The bullpen is toast. On Tuesday night, excuse me, on Wednesday night, they couldn't get anybody to post to zero. Thursday night, 3-1, eighth inning. Boxberger strikes out a guy to lead off the inning. It's called ball four. That turns into two runs. Then they come back, make it 5-4. Then Merriweather, who's been the most reliable guy all season, or at least in the last couple of months, he he gives up a three-run homer after the Cubs botch a rundown. And then the Cubs end up scoring two more in the ninth. And it's just... It's just they're in that mode again where you just don't even want to watch them because it's just not fun because they do everything but get the job done. And and I'm going to the games Friday and Saturday, which, you know, thinking about this out loud now just makes me kind of irritated because I don't even know. Like, like we, we all know one of these two games against the Rockies, they'll probably win by 10 runs. It's just not even exciting anymore. You know, it's just not even like who who cares? Like if they win, if they win Friday – 16 to two, and then they come back Friday night and the Marlins win and the Reds win their playoff odds are going to be down below 30. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, they need a lot of help now. And, and, and we'll talk about that in a bit, but you know, I I don't know guys, it's just, it's a total collapse, 10 out of 13 games, so many close ones, so many ones that drive you crazy. Tonight was just a whirlwind. Uh, early chances for Dansby Swanson. Then he makes a huge error, but then you could say he made up with it because he drove in three at the end of the game. But for me, it's like those runs really didn't mean anything. Hendricks was Hendricks. Um, he kept you in the game. He's been the same guy all year. Um, and then you ended up scoring six runs, but you couldn't hold him. Boxberger was bad. Merriweather was bad. The defense was bad. It just has such a 
it just has such a bad omen around it. And, and it's just, it, it, honestly, it's just heartbreaking. It really is because it's just, they've put us through such a gauntlet this season and you really just wanted them to make the playoffs. So it felt all worth it. And even though they are playing competitive baseball and it's not a total failure, it, it's hard to look at that right now. It just is uh, with the way they're playing and, you know, it's going to leave a bad taste in a lot of people's mouth um, if they if they don't fix it. And, you know, we'll have the whole offseason to break down why this happened, the fatigue element, the the, the David Ross element. The, 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 there's a lot of elements to it, and it's going to be fascinating to see how Jed Hoyer, you know, breaks this down because at the end of the day, he went for it at the trade deadline. He went to go get Candelario, and, and you know, it, it looked like a really good move, and he kept Bellinger, and, and he kept Stroman. And, you know, this team for a while after they took two out of three from the Braves or or they swept the Giants, it looked like not only are they going to make the postseason, but they're going to be a very, very difficult out. And to lose three out of four against Arizona at home, two out of three at Chorus, get swept by Arizona, and then to come home. This was their, you know, Saturday night was the, the moment for me, but this was the exclamation point. To, to not be able to win a series at home against Pittsburgh after winning the first game is um, it's very hard to swallow. And, you know, I, 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 you know, I don't know what else to say than that. The, the only thing we could do now is move forward. We're going to talk about what the Cubs need to do and the help they need to get this weekend in order to have a chance to make the postseason. But first this episode is brought to you by, Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs make you look good. As summer is still in swing and fall approaches, enjoy this time of year with Bird Dogs shorts and pants. Bird Dogs stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. Bird Dogs fix this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get a slimmer fit without having to sacrifice any movement. They also have an anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. Go to birddogs.com slash lockdown MLB and enter promo code lockdown MLB right now to order. And when you do, they will add a free white tech hat with your purchase. That's birddogs.com slash MLB promo code lockdown MLB. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you see sleepers terms of use for details currently operational in over 30 States. Check out sleeper today. The Cubs reluctantly play the Rockies at 1 20 PM on Friday. I will be there and you can listen to every pitch with the Cubs hometown broadcast on Sirius XM on the SXM app, search Cubs or tune in to channel eight 44 to catch the Cubs all season long on Sirius XM. We are back here on locked on Cubs and I now will go through the current playoff situation. The Chicago Cubs are now out of a playoff spot as it stands at about 11 o'clock on Thursday night. They are tied with the Miami Marlins, but they do not own the tiebreaker and they are just a half game up on Cincinnati. The Miami Marlins play the Milwaukee Brewers this weekend in Miami. The Cincinnati Reds play the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Chicago Cubs host the dreadful Colorado Rockies. For the Cubs to even have a, in my opinion, a, a swinger's chance or a, a puncher's chance is probably the term. I'm very tired, so so you know I, I apologize for anything that I say that doesn't come out right. They have to sweep Colorado this weekend. I just don't see a path for them to make the postseason without it. People say, well, what do you mean, Sam? They're tied. If they take two out of three against Colorado and the Reds um, don't win two out of three and the, uh, the, the Marlins don't win two out of three, they'd be a game up. Yes, 
but they have to go to Atlanta this week, face Spencer Strider and those guys, and then they got to go to Milwaukee. And this idea that's being tossed around that the Braves are going to rest people, that's not how it works. The Braves have plenty of rest. They have the whole first series of the playoffs off. They're going to want to keep their guys very sharp. You're going to see the A Braves. They're going to be ready to go. Um, it would be a very, very successful trip if the Cubs got one game in Atlanta. And then they'll probably have to win a series in Milwaukee. And that's if, you know, that's three and three, right? And they're at 79 wins. So that puts them to 82 wins. They have to sweep Colorado to get to 85 wins. I I, I just don't see a way not to. Um, I just don't. Unless they get a ton of help this weekend and the Reds lose two out of three and the Marlins get swept or something like that. I really believe the Cubs need a one-and-a-half to a two-game cushion heading into Atlanta to really feel good about themselves. And right now, that, that that's unlikely. So, you know, if you're a glass-half-full type of guy or gal, God bless you. Um, you need a sweep this weekend. And if you could sweep this weekend, and then you, you got to come home after they win on Friday, and you gotta you got to have a multicast on an MLB. you got to have the Reds Pirates, and you got to have the Marlins Mets, and you got to be – or Marlins Brewers, excuse me. And you got to be waving the towel for those teams um, and, and see if you can get some help. And, you know, you need a lot. You know, if you if you go on DraftKings or FanDuel, let's let's do FanDuel, um, and you go on FanDuel and, 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 you do, and, you, and you do a parlay of the Cubs winning, the Marlins losing, and the Reds losing on Friday, you're going to get really good odds on that. It's it's not likely. So you, you need a lot of help. Um you know, you got to wave your Brewers towel around and your Pirates and your Cubs this week and see if you can't have the Cubs sweep and have those two teams lose a couple series. The The Reds are a little tricky because they have less games to play, which usually you think is good. But because the Cubs game in hand comes against Atlanta, you know, that's scary as well. So, uh, you know, I just said it. Fangraph doesn't really like the Cubs anymore. They're down to a 33% chance. You got to remember every game the Cubs lose this homestand, it's more than just a game because Fangraphs and these metrics, they're looking at the Cubs' future schedule and knowing how hard it's going to be. Again, the positive is if they go in and steal two out of three against Atlanta, then, you know, their odds will go up a ton. But I just don't see it right now. And at the end of the day, it's with the way they're playing, how are they going to get 27 outs against the Braves? I, I just don't see it with the way that the bullpen looks right now they they have to pound Colorado. Um, Colorado is a, is a team playing for nothing. They've just beat you two out of three games in Colorado. Um, you have to go out and you just have to dominate. The Cubs are, are, are minus two ten favorites on Friday with Jamison Tyone on the mound, just a massive, massive heavy favorite. You have to go out there and, and find a way to block out everything and just win a baseball game and then come home. I'll race home after the game and, and see if I can't make first pitch of the uh, the Marlins and and Reds games, respectively, and root like heck for them and, and go from there. But it just doesn't feel like it's very um, deserved at this point. Uh, before we wrap up, I'm going to try and make you guys laugh a little bit, um, and we're going to do that coming up next but first this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Speaking of dumpster fires, football season is kicked off and FanDuel's giving you the chance to win all season long because right now when you bet on a Super Bowl winner, you can get bonus bets every time they win in the regular season. Just pick any team to win the Super Bowl and you'll get bonus bets for every victory. You can use your bonus bets on spreads, player props, over/unders and more. You can bet on the Chicago Bears to win the Super Bowl and if they do, you'll be a trillionaire. 
Uh, please visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and start earning bonus bets with America's number one sports book. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. We are back here on Locked on Cubs. And I've done a lot of shows, hundreds and hundreds of them. Um, shows after rough losses, shows that are, you know, you're just doing some comedy stuff because the Cubs are 12, 15 games out like last year, and you're just looking at the future. And then I've done some shows, you know, that, that are heartbreaking shows after losses, great shows. I've done all types of shows. I can't describe to you the feeling of this show. It, it, I, I, I'm not trying to, to be overly dramatic. There is a, a literal pit in my stomach doing this show because it just, we've all been through so much and, and we've been through it together, really. Um, especially all the everydayers. I mean, I posted about the, the 1 million listener club on my Instagram and Facebook on Thursday and the, the, the outreach and feedback was great. And I, I just wanted this for all of us and it's not over yet, but it's just, it's a tough night to make matters tougher, but slash funnier. I did not watch this baseball game. And I know some of you are saying, Sam, how could you have a podcast on the Cubs and not watch one of the biggest games of the year? Well, number one, I did not feel good about what is happening right now. And I just didn't want to watch it. Like I, if they won great, if they didn't, I don't want to see it because I just started to feel like that. And two, I'm in a softball league and, you know, you, you, you pay good money for the softball league. And I like to play softball. You only get six, seven games and I wanted to play in the game and I take it pretty seriously, but in a fun way. And as the Cubs were losing, I had my phone in my pocket tracking the game about three, nothing for most of my softball game. We were up eight, six after we got off to an zero and one start. And, you know, hopefully the the players on the other team aren't watching this because I mean no disrespect with what I'm about to say, but with first and second two outs and the last inning up eight to six, they had a player on their team that that you know was not a baseball player or a softball player. They must have been subbing in, or or whatever that uh, they had struck out every single time. Um, they were up and 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 you know with two outs we felt really good about winning said game, and we walked the batter. We walked the batter in softball after being ahead one, two, and that led to a game tying two run single to tie the game at eight. And then the next batter hit a routine comebacker to the mound, little bobble, throw it away game over. We get walked off. So as we got walked off, the Cubs season might've been walked off. And I had a Thursday night that would be very, very forgettable for most. Um, I, I, I laugh. Like sometimes you just in life, when things are going like this, you just laugh and I'm not going to sleep much tonight. Got some work to do so I can prep for Friday and Saturday. I'm going to be at the games and I don't know if it's like this. I don't know. Even, I don't even know guys how I'm going to go into these games Friday and Saturday. I think if they win Friday and get a little bit of help, just a little bit, maybe one of the teams losing, I'll feel better about Saturday. But Friday, I, I got to get my mind right and just try and say, hey, I'm going to a big Cubs game and I'm going to enjoy it. And as my dad said, um, I, I do have a tendency to win big Cubs games. I've, I've seen some big ones and I've won some big ones in my day live. Um, but I, I, I just I, I think it's so funny that I've only been to I was at two games in L.A. in April 
And then I was at one game uh, against Kansas City in August. And then now I'm going to two more games, back-to-back, two of the last three home games. It's just so ironic to me. Hopefully I could bring us two wins, and I would love nothing more than to come on here on Sunday night. I may actually not be here Sunday night, but the next time that I record, uh, Monday into Tuesday, and be talking about being a game and a half up or two games up coming off a sweep against Colorado because that's all we could do. Um, I know this show probably wasn't very analytical and didn't cover much, but I, I just I'm tired, guys, about you know with this team. It's it's been an emotional roller coaster, and you know it's coming to an end. We have what is it three? We got nine games left, and hopefully we can start those nine games with three wins this weekend, have a little life, and and bounce back. But right now it it is uh, it is tough. I appreciate everybody that continues to listen to the show. I know the last thing sometimes you want right now is, is this type of content after a game like this. So, so for everybody that listens, we, we sincerely appreciate it. Um, we wish we had better news to give. I wish I could help, but I play softball. Um, so, so hitting major league pitching is probably not, you know, in my near future uh, or pitching or fielding for that matter. And, Yes, apparently it isn't for Dansby Swanson or Miles Mastroboni in a rundown either. Cubs lose, very difficult, very sad, but it ain't over till it's over, so we will fight on. Shout out to the everydayers who are with us all five episodes throughout the week, and you can become an everydayer by checking us out each and every weekday. Be sure to hit the subscribe button for Locked On Cubs on YouTube and smash the like button for the algorithm. We're also on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts and streaming on SiriusXM. I am Sam Olber, and this was a tough episode of Locked On Cubs. Happy Friday.